0: Yesterday, Rami Barchama asked a question about a language of a vow. Does it apply to a current state or to a previous state of the thing that you're comparing it to? So if you have a piece of meat in front of you, that's korban shelamim, and it's permitted. It's after the blood was sprinkled. So this piece of meat is permitted. I have some bread, and I say, this bread will be like the korban shelamim. Uh, So does that, on the one hand, not take effect? Because that meat um is permitted so therefore i'm only saying that this bread will be permitted so that does not make any prohibition and therefore the bread remains permitted or when i say this bread will be like this meat that is a that is a Shalim, do i mean as the state that it was before the blood was sprinkled from the time that i designated the kurban i made a vow this i'm going to offer this lamb as the korban shelamim until the time I sprinkled the blood that's prohibited to everyone and is that what I mean with the previous state? We tried to give three responses, tadami barakama, none of them worked, and now we're going to end off this topic with a last hechidame. Uh, sorry, lema Perhaps the two sides of this question is actually a machloket, a machloket between two tanaim. And here is the Braita that we uh, will compare it to. Hare alai Rabbi said, Rabbi If I have some bread or whatever, and I say, this will be upon me like a bechor animal. An animal that's a bechor is consecrated. It's holy, cannot use it, um, and uh, you give it to the Kohen. So if I say this bread will be prohibited like a Bechor, does that work? Rabbi Yaakov says it's a binding vow and the bread is prohibited. Behuda says it's permitted. Now what kind of case are we talking about? Hechidame. If we're talking about the before the blood of the firstborn is sprinkled, the firstborn becomes a, a sacrifice. And uh, then if it's before uh, the sprinkling of the blood, then the animal is prohibited. It is a kolban. So therefore, why would anyone say it's permitted? So then it can't be that case, because Biudah would never, never say it's permitted and if we're talking about a case where we, uh, the blood has sprinkled already and now uh, the, the, the meat of it is permitted to the Kohen and in that case it's definitely permitted so why would the Bi'akov say that if uh, at that point you say the bread will be like the, like this uh, Bechor, why would it be prohibited if uh, you're comparing it to something that's permitted? So we can't understand this Machlok yet in either case Et la de machit pesar bechor, ou machit pesar hade ha'ich kabe, va marze kaze, Rather, it's not that a person says this language hade but rather he takes the meat of an animal, that what is a Bechor that you already sprinkled the blood and it's there in front of you and you put the bread also next to it and you say this uh, bread should be like that uh, here it's comparing piece of meat. Uh, you say this uh, piece of meat should be like the other piece of meat. So does that, uh, uh, um, does that work or not? Do we follow the current status or the previous status? And here we cannot, this way we can understand the machloket. According to Rabbi Yaakov, it means that we're following the prior status, right? The, this new piece of meat is going to be like this bechor piece of meat was beforehand, and so that creates a prohibition. Whereas Biyuda says, the second new piece of meat is like the current state of this bechor uh, meat, which is permitted. And so you see, there we go. We, have, uh, we see that these two Tanaim debate precisely the two sides of Rami Bar Chama's question. All right, so that would seem to be interesting, but not necessarily so. Lo, al In fact, everybody may very well. This uh, machloket could uh, between tana'im is before you sprinkle the blood. And if so, why would you permit it? ki because of the principle that we saw already yesterday, that when the pasuk says ki yidod, when one makes a vow, you have to compare this new item to something that you made a vow on. So if you say this item will be like a korban, a korban, uh, like a korban nidava, korban todah, is something that I I take upon myself as a vow, and that makes that animal prohibited, like a, as a vow. So if I say this bread will be a, a prohibited to me, like a korban, yes, that makes a that makes a vow. But a vow can only draw its uh, efficacy from something else as prohibited by a vow, and that comes to exclude something that is already prohibited from the Torah. Yeah, like yesterday, we said like pig. Now, what is Bechor? A Bechor, from the moment it's born, it's already a prohibited item from the Torah. You don't have to wait to make a vow that uh, to say, I'm going to donate this Bechor. It's already prohibited. And that's the reason for the um, the opinion that says it's permitted. That's what Behuda says it's permitted. So that's why. Okay. Fine, man, Now, what about the one that prohibits Yaakov? Why would he prohibit it if, it, if in fact, it's something that's already prohibited from the Torah? Well, he'll go on to the next word in the pasuk. Amar la Hashem ki dot la Hashem The word la Hashem is coming to include something that's already forbidden in the Torah. It's not coming to include everything. All things that are forbidden in the Torah. So that's a basic principle that things like uh, pig and We discussed yesterday, pigul, notar, right? That you cannot make a vow upon, uh, but the Lashem is including something, and that something that's including is a bechor. As we're going to see in a second, the Gemara is going to explain that bechor, even though it's born holy, uh, also the correct practice is for the owner to also designate it. So since you are in addition designating it, it has a little bit of a vow aspect to it, and therefore, that is also included, and yes, you can make a prohibition by a vow, uh, by comparing it to Bechor. Okay, Guman Deshar, the one who permits, Lashem, my Avid what's he gonna do with Lashem? Has to include something. He's, he could use Lashem to include a different case. If someone says, this bread will be prohibited like a Hatat or like an asham. Now, Hatat and Hashem are obligatory offerings. If, if someone sins by mistake, or uh, and has to bring a or uh, does one of the things that for what you have to bring an asham, then those are obligatory. I might have thought uh, that only a voluntary offering. There, it's only because of my vow. I could, I didn't have to bring a to todah. I decided I want to bring one. So in an olah, in that case, uh, yes. Uh, the if I say this is like an olah, this is like a shalamim, uh, then they will make a vow. But I might have thought for Khatat and asham, where I have to bring it. Maybe not. So according to this opinion, Lashem is coming to include, even though, yeah, I have to bring a chatat, nevertheless, this particular animal, I could have brought any animal. So this particular animal, and the fact that I'm doing it now, um, is all based on a vow. So the prohibition of the animal is based on a vow, even if it's a chatat, even if it's an Hashem, and the word Lashem comes to include that. Okay, now we ask about on that opinion why would you include chatat and exclude so that if I say this bread is like a then it is not prohibited all right why why choose one over the over the other? Well, the answer is simple It makes sense to include and that were per- permitted animals before I designated them and only once I make a vow I'm going to bring this animal as a as an Asham. only then it's prohibited. And it makes sense to exclude the firstborn that is holy from the moment it's born and so would it make sense that I can make bread holy by comparing it to Bechor, if a Bechor is not prohibited because of a vow. So really, that makes perfect sense. So let's go back to the other opinion. The opinion I said is prohibited when I say this bread will be like a Bechor. So he will say that actually Bechor Also, you do designate it uh, with uh, with a vow and it becomes prohibited um because of the vow how do we know that this Baraita, to be said how do you know that a that a, a bechor that's born in the person's household he owns it and is born that there's a mitzvah to make it holy because it says hazachar Tekadish. yes you should consecrate uh, even though it's born holy nevertheless you're also making a vow since you're also making a vow that's yes part of its prohibition is because of that vow And therefore, it makes sense that if I say this bread will be like the vow, this bread will be like the Bechad, it does work because there is a vow built into the into the process of the Bechor. And how about the one who permits it? Don't you agree that you make a vow? And he would say, yeah, generally you go, you, you make a vow, even though it's born as part of the normal procedure, the correct procedure, but what if you didn't? Would it not be holy? It certainly would be holy. It still would be a prohibition of going ahead and using that animal or just uh, slaughtering it and eating it. All right, it still is a sacrifice. So according to that, that opinion all of its prohibition comes from it's being born the fact that you make a vow is just uh, extra credit but actually not necessary and therefore the vow is uh, it's not actually prohibited because of the vow only because of the way it's born the other opinion would say yeah it's born holy but the vow also adds um adds something to that prohibition and therefore it can work all right so in the end uh, we see that the Machlok at, uh, uh, in that Baraita regarding the bechor is about different a different thing. It's not about whether you go by the pre prior status of this item or by the current status. It has nothing to do with Rami Bar Chama, and so we have no answer to Rami Bar Chama. We don't even have a a a a, a precedent for it. Um instead, we do see that something interesting about bechor uh, that is that is born holy, but uh, it may or may not have an added aspect of a uh, prohibition based on a vow. All right, the next item uh, item in the Mishnah said Ke'imra Kadirim. If someone said that this bread will be like a lamb that's used, that's designated for an offering or like the pen where we keep the animals, that does uh, in fact that does take effect uh, because it's uh, you're comparing the bread to a kurban good. now we have a Braita that elaborates on these cases um tana, imra le imra ke imra Point here is that whether you say just lamb without any prefix or you do say a prefix to an imra ke imra, right this bread will be like an imra this bread to an imra this bread uh, a lamb all those are effective dirim la dirim kadirim pans uh, like pan uh, two pans like uh, like la etsim Kayasim, uh firewood to firewood like firewood that's used for the altar ishim la ishim kai uh fire itself uh for uh, the to the fire uh like the fire that's on the altar. is Anything regarding the altar. the sanctuary, If I say this bread is Jerusalem, this bread to Jerusalem, this bread like Jerusalem, Jerusalem being something holy. Kulan, Asur, And all of these formulas, if I say it, uh, with uh the uh the the positive that I will eat, meaning, whatever I will eat from you is prohibited like a lamb, or whatever I will eat from you is a misbeach. Anything like that makes a prohibition. On the other hand, this is the main point of the B'ayta, if I use a negative, what I do not eat from you is uh, a lamb, is like a lamb. Well, then that does not create a prohibition, because all I said is that whatever I don't eat from you, is prohibited, but I'm not eating that anyway. And so, therefore, that says nothing about what I will eat from you. And so, that creates no prohibition. I have to say, what I will eat from you, that's prohibited. That makes sense. What I will not eat from you, no matter what else I say, will not make it prohibition. All right, that's the braita. Now we ask, Man le de Le, shani Le Imra, Le Imra, Ke Imra, Meir. Who would be the opinion of this Baraita that makes no distinction between Imra, Le Imra, Ke Imra? It is in fact Rabbi Meir. Now the Mishnah does not actually say explicitly that um, Rabbi Meir is the one that makes no distinction between whether there is a prefix or not. But the Mishnah, the next Mishnah we're about to learn, does say explicitly that Rabbi Yehuda disagrees with a Tanakama. So if Rabbi Yehuda disagrees, then who's a Tanakhama? Probably Rabbi Meir. And so Rabbi Yehuda is the one that is going to, uh, we're about to see, says that you have to have a prefix. You have to say this bread is like a Korban. You can't just say this bread is a Korban because that sounds like you're actually making it. Of actual qurban, which is not. Uh, you have to say like a korban, meaning like the prohibition of a Qurban. So the Biuta says you have to have a prefix. The Me'ir is the one that says you don't have to have a prefix. Good. So now we know that the, um, the, the this Baraita follows the opinion of Meir. the Me'ir. Hold on, the lecha mutar. And the Baraita said you have to use a positive statement that uh, what I eat from you Will be um, like the fire of the mizbeach. Uh, then is permitted. But if I say what I will not eat from you is uh, like a korban, then that's permitted. Now, lo lo lecha. However, in a uh, mishnah, this is also a mishnah we're about to see. Although we already quoted this whole statement. Uh, the Mishnah says, if a person says, as a korban, I will not eat from you. What I, what I will not eat from you is like a korban. It's prohibited. Now, why would that be? If I, if you say a negative statement, it's still prohibited. To be Abba explained because it's as if saying uh, whatever I eat from you will be l- prohibited like a qurban therefore lo ochalecha, therefore I will not eat from you I'm splitting it into two phrases if I read it as one phrase then it does not make a prohibition because if I say what I do not eat from you is prohibited like a Qurban, well that then it's only saying what I'm not where I don't eat from you and that's the whole point of the beraita here I have to say in a positive that what I do eat from you is like a Qurban. um and so the biaba explains as prohibited because I split it into two. It, what I eat from you is like a korban, therefore I will not eat from you. Okay, so now we have a contradiction, right? So we're going to parse it this way or parse it that way. The answer is la kashia hadamar la hadamar If the braita is talking about where I said not like an imra, uh, I will not eat from you. That's what it was talking about here. So if I said what I will not eat from you is not like a sacrifice, meaning it's permitted. So I will what I will not eat from you is permitted. Now, for the Rebime'ir, I'm not going to derive from that, that what I do eat from you is prohibited, because Rebime'ir does not learn a positive from a negative. We already saw that. So that's what the B'raithah is talking about. Whereas the Mishnah, as we're about to see again, uh, is where he said, le Imra or Le Le'korban, uh, then that does make a prohibition, because I separate that into two. Um, as, a, as a korban, what I'm going to eat from you is a korban. And therefore Loa lecha. So uh he says it in short form, Le Corban. He's looking at the guy, Le korban, implying everything I eat from you is korban. and therefore Lo'a lecha. So it does make a difference if you make it two words or one word. All right, and now the Mishnah we've been waiting for: Haomer, Korban, Ola, Mincha, Hata, Todah, So all these words are languages of prohibition because they're all you're all made by vows. And however, all of them: Shani Ochelecha Asur. You're gonna have to say the positive statement that I eat from you. Anything I eat from you will be a Korban, will be an Ola, and so on. That makes a prohibition. Uh, the Bida matir. the Buda, however, says all these to make do not make a vow. The reason is, as we just mentioned uh that according to the biyudah, you need a prefix. you have to say it's like a korban if you just say um this food, this bread is a korban, or what I eat from you is a korban. Well, it doesn't actually make it. That sounds like I actually want to make it a korban, the type that's brought to the bet and sacrificed. And so, it does not that does not make a prohibi a vow of prohibition? That's the opinion. Tanakama, who is a it says even the word by itself does make a prohibition. That's the first matter. Second matter ke And the second point is the same as what we just learned in that bright in that longer that if you say any of this language with uh, the korban, like a korban or just korban by itself, if I say it in a positive way, that I. Will eat from you. Um, whatever I eat from you will be a korban, like a korban that makes a prohibition. But if I say a negative, what I do not eat from you will be like a korban or any of the other languages. Um, then that um, it does. Then that also makes a prohibition according to the bimeir. So, see, so this is a line, this line. Is what we were just asking about because it seems to be a contradiction so we have to explain this line how come if he says a yeah positive that makes a, a, a prohibition how come if he says a negative that makes a prohibition so that we're going to give the answer that we already give twice but this is the uh, original original source of where it's from okay let's see Katani Korban hakorban asur. so we're quoting this line here the, the, the second statement um, or if he says a positive, whatever I eat as a korban, that makes a prohibition. imra So we see that the stem, right, this is an anonymous line, is the opinion of rabim me'ir, and he makes no distinction between with a prefix or without a prefix. Uh, fine, but look at the next line, ha asur, if that part of the Mishnah that you just quoted is in fact Rabi Meir, that if you said uh, this whatever I eat from you is a korban, then that makes a prohibition, Vihatanyah. But look at this next Baraita Mudim Hachamim the Rabbiuda Hakamim, that means including the Bimeir. Everyone agrees with Rabyuda Beomer ha Korban Veha Ola Veha Mincha Veha Hata Che Ochalekah Shembutar Shelo Nadar no Nadarze Ela Becha ye Korban. Everyone agrees that if someone says um, the uh, this qurban or this ola or this khatat that i will eat from you then that does not make a that does not make a, a vow because that sounds like he's saying by the life of the qurban right ha qurban uh, that would be an introduction like the 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 king by the life of the king Um, so you're just using it to begin a vow. You're not saying that the bread or what I eat from you is going to be prohibited like a korban. So this is not the language of a vow. So now we wonder what's going on here in this, in the Mishnah, you said, ha korban of what I eat from you will make a prohibition. Whereas in this paraitah, everyone agrees, including Bimeir, that ha korban does not make a vow does not make a vow <coughs> that is prohibited so we answer like kashiya hadamad ha korban you know it's no is difference if you make it as two words or one word the braita uh this last braita is when you said two words ha korban the this korban that i will not eat from you that is uh that's making you uh, just saying by the life of the korban. Uh, whereas the Mishnah is he makes it one word and uh, ha-korban. Whatever ate from you will be ha-korban uh, will be prohibited. What he means is prohibited like the Qurban. When it's two words, then he's uh, swearing by the life of the korban and not by the prohibition not comparing the prohibition of the korban. Good. Now that last line of the Mishnah says what, um, what I do not eat from you will be a korban. Rimeir says that makes a prohibition. Why? Uh, he said you do not derive a positive from a negative. This is only a negative statement. What I do not eat from you will be prohibited. So that doesn't say anything about what uh, what I will eat from you, why should it make a prohibition? Amar Nasa keomer lekorban yeheh, lo says, we parse this as two phrases, lakorban, <speaking in Hebrew> you're looking at the guy, or, or at the bread, and say, lakorban, <speaking in Hebrew> this will be uh, like a sacrifice, therefore, lo <speaking in Hebrew> therefore I will not eat anything from you, and that's why he makes a prohibition, according to the Bime'ir. Last Mishnah of the Perek. How am Kunam pi medaber imecha. Yadi osa imecha. Ragli me halachet imecha. Someone says to someone else. Kunam. That's the uh, nickname for korban. Um, the the mouth that speaks to you. So he was saying is that I'm not going to speak to you anymore, as a, a as an as a neder. So he says that like a korban the mouth that speaks to you, or korban, kunam, my hands, that will uh, do something, uh, work with you. Therefore, he cannot work for him, do anything for him. Korban, that my legs will walk to you. That means he's never going to walk over. All those do create a prohibition. All right, now we have a question on the Mishnah. This is a very important breita, it says that Shivuat and Nedarim are different, some, in some ways a Shavu'ah is more stringent than a Nedar, in some ways a Nedar is more stringent than a Shavu'ah. The basic difference between them is that Nedar applies to the object and a shivuah applies to the person. This has many consequences. So the Neder is more stringent in, a way, in this way, that it can apply to a matter of a mitzvah. If I say, this sukkah will be prohibited to me, I'm making this sukkah like a korban, then I cannot go into the sukkah and I cannot fulfill my mitzvah thereby. That is a Neder because it's, it focuses on the object. I can make that neder, but if I say I will not go into that into that sukkah to fulfill the mitzvah, that does not work, right? Because. I cannot uh, make a vow that will prohibit me from making a mitzvah. That point will be discussed further in Mishnah on Daf Sixteen. Uh, but here, the second part is what we need: that Chalot Bomamash v'She'en Bomamash, sheen Ken Midbanedarim. There's a stringency. There's a broader uh, sweep for a Shavu'ah sh- that a can apply to something that does not have substance or something that something it does or does not have substance. Since it's about a person, uh, so I'm taking upon myself, I can make a vow to do something, not do something, uh, even to exercise, even though there's no object there. Um, what, that's not true regarding nedarim. Nedarim has to apply to an object, that's the definition of a nedar, that this item will be prohibited to me. Food that you have will be prohibited to me. It can't just be an activity or an idea. Um, okay, so that's the difference between them. Now, this is a question because if a person here makes a konam and is using the language of a neder, uh, that I won't speak to you or I won't do work for, i will not going to walk over to you. So these are all matters that are not substance. How can you make a neder Regarding um a speech, so that's the question. The answer is oh, the Mishnah is talking about a case where he uh, he says a formula that actually specifies something that is an actual object. He says, "My mouth should be prohibited." uh, from, for its speech. I'm asked to be forbidden with regard to my speech. My hands will be forget it for, will be forbidden regarding their work or my legs, uh, regarding walking. So here the object of the Neded is actually a part of his body that he's not going to use for the benefit of the other person. Um, that's why it does work. But you're right, if you just use the language of I'm not gonna to speak to you, my my uh, my work will not be for your benefit, then that is not a physical object and you could not write, say a neder regarding that. Good. And we prove that Rabbi Yudah is correct. Notice the Mishnah says like a korban, it says mouth it says it does specify the mouth that will speak to you and so you see it does say that mouth and it does not say Uh, Korban, I will not speak to you. If you just said that, it would not be effective. You could make a vow, uh, a shivua, that I'm not going to speak to you. Yeah, Shivuah can go on the person and upon any action that he will do or won't do. But if it's like a neder, ke Korban, uh, then it does have to go on an object. So that's a really important principle. And with that, we complete the first perek, Hazran, alach kol kinuyeh.